Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Sam Adams Show. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to everyone in between. I hope you are having a great day today. God bless you. God bless the world. Today we are going to be talking about ways to make extra money in 2023, some extra tips and tricks that you can use to pad your wallets, and then also we'll be discussing ways to save money in 2023. Benjamin Franklin once said, be careful of the small costs Small leaks can sink a great ship, right? Look at the Titanic, the biggest ship of all time. You had one small leak, it linked the sh- it uh, crashed the ship, caused the ship to crash. I think the same is very true if we're talking about finances, financially. I definitely have, can vouch for this, small costs can kill you. I moved to LA, um in the year 2021, and I came in with a pretty hefty bank account, and I wasn't really paying attention to all the small subscription charges that I was paying, all the small costs. I didn't even check. I didn't even look till there was nothing left. So I know from experience, small costs can kill you, can kill your bank account. So be careful about these small costs, these subscription costs. Those are just deadly. And fortunately, now there are many apps that can check your subscription costs for you. I know Mint Mobile, which is a cool app that I use. It's free as well. It tracks all your spending. So you can see all the little charges that companies are trying to sneak past you. And a lot of them really do try to sneak it past you, right? And It's unfair, it really is. I was charged by the company Manscaped. I bought one of their products, and without even agreeing to this, they added me to their subscription service, and little did I know, I checked my bank accounts, and boom, you know, I had a $20 charge um, the other month. And I do want to thank Manscaped. I complained instantly. I was like, what is going on here? What? How can you run a business like this? Just charging people without their consent. They instantly refunded me, apologized greatly, and I got to keep the product. So I was happy about that, but you know, not cool. And Yahoo, who I am just, will never use again, Yahoo Finance. I signed up for one of their investing programs to 
get some extra information on the stock market. And little did I know, I was charged $350 by this company. I called to complain their customer service line. Yes, they somehow have a customer service line and was told that I put in the details. I'm responsible for this. And I wasn't even able to get a refund. $350 from a service that I frankly wasn't even that satisfied with. So I will never be using Yahoo again. But to get to the point, be careful of these small little charges. They can sink a great ship. They can sink a lot of funds. A bunch of small charges can sink a very, very large fund. Very large funds. But now... Let's get into ways to make some extra money this year to make money, bring in money, bring in the cash. And one of the best ways that I have seen is freelance work, offering your services up on services like Upwork, Fiverr. They are great services and they pay very well. And I've also been a buyer on the other side of things. And I've been very, very pleased with the work I've received on those services. I one time had a song written for me on Fiverr or a song that was co-written, helped written for me. And I just, you know, I looked it up on the app Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. And I was able to find a very talented musician who was able to write a nice song for me, help me write a nice song. And It was expensive. It was about the going market rate, but I was very pleased, and he was a professional. He worked with many professional, talented bands, and the other cool thing about Fiverr is you can work with people from around the globe. So he was based out of the UK, and I was able to work with him right from the comfort of my couch. We FaceTimed, we figured it out, and we got a nice song written. So... I am very high on these freelance services, Upwork as well, which I truly believe is a little bit more professional than Fiverr, more standard business dealings, you know, you have standard costs and tax forms, stuff like that, so Fiverr is a little bit less traditional, so if you're looking for something like just uh, social media marketing or social media management, you can just use Fiverr. You're looking for something more professional, like a logo design for your company that's planning to go public. You probably want to use Upwork as the people on Upwork, at least in my experience, are a little bit more professional. And same goes for you. If you are hoping to land more professional type jobs, I would go with Upwork. If you're looking for just Cool little side gigs, Fiverr, but you know, both are great options to freelance and get some extra money and make extra money this year. And the thing is, you have to be patient about these services. You really have to be patient. It doesn't come overnight. And a lot of the sellers have already established presences. So their SEO, their search engine ranking is much higher than yours will be when you first sign up for these sites. But as you build reviews, build your credit, um, build your portfolio, the interest will just continue to compound and grow.
So I definitely recommend investing your time into freelance services. Now, my second tip is to invest in the stock market. Now, I understand this is a field that confuses a lot of people. No doubt about it. It confuses me a little bit even. And I fortunately have a good amount of investments in the stock market, but I don't know too much about it. I'll be honest with you. I don't know too much about the stock market. That's why I do hand over my money to a financial advisor. But I've been trying to learn more. And recently, I've invested extra earnings into Robinhood, the app where you can invest just on the power of your phone. And just today, my investments are up $17. So is that a lot? Is that a little? That's for you to decide. Everyone has their own judgments. For me, though, I'm very pleased with that, right? $17 uh, increase in one day. It's I have about $1,000 in there and it's increased now $17. So that I'm very happy about. That I'm very, very happy about, very proud about. And I got to say, it's been a big win for me to just kind of invest this little side hustle and just to learn more about the investing market and the markets and the stock markets. And I'm also investing in cryptocurrency. And look, cryptocurrency, I get it. There's a lot of scams there. Is it the safest way to invest your money? No. Is the market very volatile, which means the market goes up and down? Yes, that it is. Crypto is not the safest bet for you. I, though, am a strong believer in cryptocurrency, and here's why. The U.S. has already invested or has made their own crypto coin now, a digital cryptocurrency, so... I believe that if the U.S. economy is interested in crypto and the U.S. government is interested in crypto, I think it's here to stay. I think a lot of people's concerns were, oh, how can you have a currency that isn't regulated by the government? But the government is getting into crypto now and they have their own coin. And I believe that crypto will just continue to grow. Another thing is the stock market closes at 5 p.m., 4.30 p.m. Crypto goes all night long. So when I'm trying to buy some Bitcoin or Ethereum and it's 11 p.m. at night, I can go ahead and do that, right? I can do that live, real, right away and buy that crypto. So that's another reason why I'm behind crypto, Another reason that I am a strong believer in cryptocurrency is that I think it's a good idea, right? I do think that there is a need for some currency that has a little bit less standards, has a little bit less protections, okay? Is that the right thing? Is that the moral thing? I'll let you decide on that. But people do sketchy stuff out there, right? People do do sketchy stuff. And Bitcoin allows people to do that safely without the government getting involved, right? You can sell, and I'm not going to get into this because I don't want to get my podcast in trouble, but right, you can sell things that are illegal, I'll leave it at that, and pay for them using Bitcoin, pay for them using cryptocurrency, and you are okay, you'll be good, you'll be good there. 
Am I advocating for that? Oh, 100% not, right? Follow the law, follow the rules. I've said this before. You do not want to end up behind bars. That's the last place you want to be. Follow the rules, follow the laws. They're there for a reason. And look, a lot of laws, right? We can all agree. Some are stupid, but the majority of them you want to follow because you don't want to get in trouble and you don't want to lose that um, freedom of being free. So yeah, you know, invest in crypto, invest in the stock market and get going. You know, like I said, I've already made some decent money this year and you can just keep on making money. Just keep on making it, folks. Okay. Now, next, our third tip is to take advantage of the sharing economy. And the sharing economy means renting your car, renting your home, or even renting your skills. Okay, so there are many platforms these days like Airbnb, Uber, TaskRabbit, where you can trade your assets or time for money. Okay, and Uber these days, they offer great deals for drivers. I don't have a car, which I'm not happy about. Look, I do want a car. I've always kind of avoided getting a car for many reasons. One being, I just don't really like to drive. I would prefer to take the bus or train. Obviously, it would be nice to have a car when you need it, but I just don't like to drive that much. Another reason, it's expensive. And I'm just not the biggest fan of driving. I like to be a passenger. I like to get things done. I like to ride the train. That way I can get ahead of my day, plan my day. When you're driving, you have to focus 100% on the road, be very serious. And it's a waste of time, in my opinion. Waste of time and money. But would I like a car, though, for sure, for other areas in my life? Yes. Okay, I would. But anyway, to get to the point, if you have a car, you can start driving Uber and you can get some great deals. 100 rides can make you an extra $300, I believe. I believe they have some extra bonuses there. And why not, right? Why not? If you're sitting on the couch watching people talk to each other about nothing, why wouldn't you just get out, go drive Uber, and talk to a real person? Or hell, not even talk to them, just make money off of driving them where they need to go. It is... In high demand, it's a useful, practical thing that many people value being driven somewhere. And you can meet new people. I've met so many people from driving Ubers. One of my best friends, or from being a passenger in Uber, one of my best friends from LA, Fernando, shout out Fernando if you're listening to this. I met him in an Uber car. Nicest guy I've ever met. We ended up getting drinks after that and keeping in touch because he was just such a great guy. Great, great person. And that's, you know, that's what it is. When you're driving Uber, you can meet new people. You really can just meet new people, meet new friends. And that's not the primary goal of it, right? And that's not the primary objective today of our show. It's to make extra money, but it's another added benefit of driving Uber. So, you know, I'm not even sponsored by Uber. Why I'm spending so much time talking about them, I don't know. But um, 
you know, get into your Ubers, get, start, make an Uber account, start driving Uber or Lyft or whatever you need to do and start making extra money. Now, Airbnb rentals, this is something I'm very high on because these days when I stay in a vacation place or when I go on vacation, I like to go to I like to stay in Airbnbs. Do I usually choose hotels? Yes, but I've had great experiences with Airbnbs. Uh, Me and my friends a while back went to Miami, stayed in a great Airbnb. Really, really cool place. It was a hotel Airbnb. So the whole hotel was listed as an Airbnb. It was kind of like an apartment complex, but every room was listed as an Airbnb. So that is really a great way to make some extra cash. And look, you do need to have a home to offer or an apartment to offer, or you need to have a building to offer. So you definitely need a starting point there. It's not for everyone. Hey, it's not for me. I don't have those assets. But if you're listening and you have those, you know, it may be for you. I think the other thing is location is big for Airbnbs. I don't think many people are going to want to stay in an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere, right? In the middle of Nebraska. And I love Nebraska, one of my favorite places, but the facts are not too many people vacation in Nebraska. So, and some people do vacation in the bigger cities like Omaha or Lincoln, Nebraska. So those cities, you know, for sure, go get your Airbnb gone. But in one of the smaller cities, I don't really know off the top of my head a smaller city in Nebraska, but probably not too many people are going to be looking for an Airbnb. So at that point, it's not really worth your time, I would say. But if you have a home and a nice vacation spot, start looking to rent that out. And, you know, it's also comes to the point if you're comfortable with it, right? If you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. I'm not saying anyone should do it, but I'm saying if you want to make some extra money, yeah, you know, it could be a great way. It could be a great way to make some extra money this year. And I want you guys to make some extra money, right? I really want all my listeners to be happy, bring in that extra dough and get that cash flow going. So yeah, get a look into driving ride shares and renting out your home for Airbnb and even sharing your time for money, like walking dog services. I know there's some walking dog apps. So yeah, you know, those are all cool. Another tip I have is sell some extra items around the house. And this is one that really hits home for me. I have fortunately been able to make a lot of extra money selling things that I no longer need or no longer used. And I have made great, great money selling them. I sold my old Boss RC505 DJ loop station for $350. And the buyer also got a great deal, right? I bought it for $500, this DJ set. I no longer wanted it. And so I listed it and it was bought right away for $350. I could have probably sold it for more, but it wasn't new. It was used. So I put it at where the market was going, right? And I think that's important. You want to look what the market is selling at. And I saw people were buying these DJ systems for no really more than 350 So I listed mine there and, or maybe even just a little under there and boom, the first day I listed it, it was sold. So 
really, you can sell a lot of things around your house and it can really bring you in some extra money, some extra dough. I also sold some extra jerseys I had around the house, some sports jerseys that I no longer wear. Now I've transitioned into more of wearing suits, more professional clothing. So I no longer really needed those jerseys. So I listed them and boom, you know, an extra $30 here and there from some jerseys uh, from each jersey. And yeah, you know, I've, I've been very pleased with this tip. And I think a lot of people don't realize that this is a great way to make extra money. And it's so easy right? You need to get on the site Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I, an app, um, should be available on all app stores, all platforms. Unbelievable app. Just unbelievable. You can list things in a second. You take a picture and the software, whatever, it's able to generate what that product is and what the going rate price is, and you can list it in a matter of seconds. So, And then it can be sold in a matter of seconds. And then there's also sites like eBay. I personally have not been the biggest fan of eBay. There's a lot of scammers on eBay and a lot of sketchy dealings. I noticed Mercari is a lot more professional, actually, than eBay. Mercari, you list your item it's sold, it's sold. eBay, you sell your item, you don't get the money right away. You sometimes get scammed. Um, It's happened to me where I went to ship out the item and then the buyer canceled. So you can cancel. It's just not as seamless. Granted, eBay has been along for a longer time than other platforms. And It is professional to use, but if we're talking about just pure money, where have I made more money? I haven't made too much money on eBay, if I'm being honest. But um, it's check those out and start selling your old stuff. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And that is a quote that I will live by for the rest of my life. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And what really made this quote hit hard for me was a funny story about beers. Yes, beers, the alcoholic beverage. I was drinking my favorite kind of beer, an IPA, an India pale ale which has a bitter taste, a sort of bitter taste. And to me, it is just my favorite kind of beer. These days, it's the only beer I drink. But anyway, I'm drinking this beer. I give a taste to my sister. I give a taste to my dad. I give a taste to my mom. They think it's the grossest drink they've ever had in their life. Right? And then this is a beer that I'm willing to pay premium for. I love. So one man's trash, everybody else in my family, they thought of the beer as trash, was my treasure. And that's no different from items around your home or really anything in your life. 
Hell, you know, I may start looking in the garbage. Who knows what you can find in the garbage? I'll admit it, I've probably thrown out some crazy stuff that I wish I didn't. And it's weird, because I remember I used to kind of have this sort of feeling, at least when I was in Los Angeles, lived in LA, I would see people looking through the trash very regularly. (laughs) Yes, it is a regular thing there. And I would look in disbelief and disgust and say, what the hell are you doing? But then when I started drinking IPAs and other people told me how much they hated them, how much I liked them, I realized one man's trash is literally another man's treasure. But in the garbage, hell, you can find a bunch of people's treasures, not even just trash, because people throw out things by accident also. I know I've definitely thrown out some things by accident in the trash for sure. So, yeah, you know, be on the lookout around your house. Start listing things that you no longer need, that no longer serve you, and put them for sale. And you'll be surprised. You'll start getting some sales. You really will. If you don't, I would be surprised. If you don't, you probably need to change something up or maybe your product isn't the best product. Because I've listed some products that, you know, I didn't really need, but they were just kind of trash. Probably no one would think of them as treasure. I don't know, but nobody bought them. So, you know, and at that point you throw it away and then you get your house even more organized, right? So it's a win-win, a win-win to start looking around the house and selling items that you no longer need. Now, on to our next topic of the show, we will be talking about how to save money. I know I got into this a little bit in the beginning, but now we will continue. Now, the first tip to save money is create a budget. Now, creating a budget is not easy, and it's not necessarily fun. I know for some of my accounting listeners, like my mom, who is an accountant, a very great one, they may think it's fun. For me, it's not personally too fun to put a potential cap on your spendings, right? Oh no, this month I can only spend $100 eating out? I don't want to do that. I want to put an unlimited budget there, right? But once you start setting limits for yourself, then you can start understanding how much you're spending, and then you can start understanding how much you need to save and how much you want. And right, that's the whole point of money, in my opinion. So you can decide what you want, and so you can buy what you want, and so you can get financial freedom. And if your budget is going crazy on eating out. And look, for some people, they may enjoy eating out. Maybe that's the joy of their life, uh, trying a new restaurant every week, a fancy, expensive one, and that's what they want to do for their life. And that's fine, but still plan a budget for that because this way you can plan what restaurants you're going to and be able to be comfortable in knowing that you can eat at these restaurants comfortably and confidently and happily without worrying about the costs. So 
By sticking to a budget, you can avoid overspending, you can feel confident, and you can do new things, right? You save money, and so maybe if your joy is eating out at a new restaurant every week, and you're spending a premium membership at the gym when you only go once a month, and you can bring that down to a gold membership, and you cut that, you save a couple hundred bucks, that's a few more nights out at restaurants, right? So that's why I think budgets are so important because they allow you to decide what you want to buy and decide what you want to spend your money on. And to me, that's the whole point of money, right? Because you're not taking money with you when you die. You're just not. You can give it away. So yeah, you can give it away. And if that's your point of money, then start budgeting so you can decide how much you want to give away. But um, if you're like me and you have a goal, you want to buy something like me, I want to buy a car, you need to start budgeting for that. And this is something I didn't start doing until recently. And it's made a big difference for me. It really has. So my next tip is to reduce your housing costs. And I know for some people this is not possible But housing is really one of the biggest expenses that people face. And look, it even crashed the economy in 2008. People bought homes they couldn't afford, and it destroyed the whole economy, right? They couldn't pay back the banks. And I think when it comes to housing, and this is just my take, people are buying houses to look good to other people. Right, They have a home that's a huge mansion and they spend their time in two or three of the rooms. So you have 10 of those rooms that aren't even being used. You're paying millions of dollars for and you're not even using them. Now why? Why would you do that? Is it to impress the Joneses down the street? Is it to impress your neighbors? Is it to impress your family? Maybe it's friends. Maybe you do truly enjoy that. And if you do, you know, that's fine. That's great. You know, buy the house. Buy the house you want. Make sure you can afford it, though, for sure. But I think for a lot of people, they don't need the size of house that they're buying. They can do all the same activities, live in the same neighborhood, and pay half the cost for a house that is just as good, but just a little smaller. And I think that many people are going to need to start doing that, you know, to save money and save costs. And there's no shame in living in a small house. There really isn't. I'll tell you what, if you're happy, then you're happy, and that's all that matters. But, you know, I think people do have needs, right? If you want a shower, if you want a master bath, go for that, right? But if you're buying an extra floor just to impress your neighbors... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Chumba.com. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No I don't know if that's the best financial decision. In fact, it's not the best financial decision, and you will save plenty of money by not doing that. So, interesting to think about housing can save a lot of money there if you cut down on housing. Now, the third tip, and I talked about this earlier, eating out, but it can really run up your wallets. And eating out is expensive. It can be unhealthy at many places, many fast food restaurants. And in addition, it's inefficient, right? You have to drive there. You're probably wasting time. It could also be efficient, you know, if you're just stopping at a place for lunch. But bottom line, you can save money by not eating out. These days, sandwiches, even at a place like Subway, where I remember they used to go for $5, now you buy a Subway sandwich, it's $11. 11 bucks for a sandwich, right? And these Subway sandwiches aren't made out of gold. You can buy the ingredients. You can buy tuna for a do- couple dollars at the store. Buy bunch of bread, a loaf of bread for $5, buy the ingredients, some vegetables, other stuff, $10. So that gets you to about $20, but you can make probably 10 sandwiches, right? Five, 10 sandwiches, where at Subway, you're buying one sandwich. And you got to remember, people, when you're eating out, you are paying for the brand name in many cases, or you're paying for the experience. And that's fine, right? If you want to take out a date to a Le Cordon Bleu five-star restaurant for the experience, great. You know, that's all for you. I'm not judging anyone, and I don't care. You don't have to save money. These are just tips that have helped me and that I've seen that have helped other people. But remember, you are paying for the brand, and you are paying for the experience, and you are paying for the service. You're paying for all that extra stuff in addition to just the food. So if you're hungry, you're not just paying for the plain food, right? You are paying for everything on top of that, plus a profit that the company will need to make off the food. So I am just all for meal prepping, cooking inside your home, and just eating smarter and being smarter when it comes to food. And then it also comes to the health part, right? I don't know if I've ever felt too good after eating out. Obviously, there's some places I feel great, you know. But uh, I mean, primarily fast food. When I'm eating out fast food, I don't think you eat a fast food sandwich and say, Woo! You know, I'm going to take over the world today. It just doesn't really work like that. It just doesn't because that's not healthy food. That food isn't made to get you up and go and take over the world, right? And to conquer your fears, conquer your weaknesses. No, that food is cheap, bad food that's made for people to save money. And 
a lot of people like that food and you know I don't judge go eat it but I would encourage you though if you are a big fast food eater check out the film Supersize Me where someone ate McDonald's 30 straight days their health deteriorated completely went into the straight garbage so I do think you want to be careful with fast food and what you're eating. So, our fourth tip now is to shop smart. A lot of people, including myself, do not shop smart. We see a deal and we take it. We take it right away. But here's the thing, right? If you save $50 on a purchase, that is equivalent to saving $50 an hour. I think if any of us were made $50 an hour, we would be very pleased with the results, right? We'd be like, whoa, $50 an hour? That's awesome. I'll take that right away. But when it comes to shopping for some reason, when an item is $50 more and it can save us a few extra minutes or it has a better brand name, we jump on it right away without a second thought. So I think shopping smart is very, very important. Do not shop with open eyes. Just go and Whatever the first thing you see, you buy, right? Take some time, check out the prices, check out the brands, and make a financially conscious decision. Now, you also want to have balance, right? Like if you really like something and you're willing to spend more on it, go ahead, right? My grandpa, may he rest in peace, he was a big car fanatic, loved cars, was always into cars. Cars were always something that was very important to him. Financially, he was very well off. And Lexus was his favorite car brand, which is a luxury car. He always chose to buy a Lexus when he needed a car, a new model. Now, cars... I think anyone can tell you that's driven in a Kia or Nissan or Toyota and then driven in a Lexus, Mercedes, Cadillac, there's not that big of a difference, all right? I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. You know, I'm not the first person to say this. So, you know, if you've bought a car just for the brand name, You may have lost there, okay? You may have lost there, but it also may have made you happy. I don't know. So, not judging, but I'm just saying there's really not that big of a difference. And when you drive a Kia, it has the seat warmers. It has good horsepower. It has a slick design, a really slick design. But when you buy the Cadillac, you're paying for the brand name. And I believe... Many Cadillacs and Chevys are very similar models. If I'm not mistaken, they're almost the same model, same everything, same parts. 
It's just that Cadillac, you get the brand. You get the look. And that comes back to also keeping up with the Joneses and looking up, looking good for your neighbors, right? Who are you trying to impress? Are you trying to save money for yourself or are you trying to impress the neighbors down the street? Or do you just generally like nice cars? And it could be that you just generally like nice cars like my grandpa. And for that, I say, go right ahead. Budget for the car that you want. Pick the Tesla. Go with the car that you want. But in most cases, you can choose a brand that is literally the same, just a lower price. So shop smart, be aware of deals as well. There's so many deals these days. I notice that if it's your birthday now, you get deals on literally every site. So there was this one TikTok with this kid who created a new email every single day for this restaurant to get a free meal (laughs) and said it was his birthday every single day. I mean, and you got to give it to this kid, right? He was out here grinding for that free meal. And I don't even think the company can be mad about that. First off, they got a free advertisement. Secondly, he followed the rules, right? Don't hate the player, hate the game. Shop smart, right? And then another thing about shopping smart, and this kind of goes into my final tip, is don't be afraid to negotiate. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Where are you if you don't negotiate or if you negotiate and lose? You're at the same place that you were before. Not to mention most negotiations unsuccessfully when it comes to higher ticket items like a car. I have been a part of many car purchases with my family and we've been fortunate enough to get deals off because we simply asked for it. If you simply just ask, usually it is given, right? But you have to ask. Don't be afraid to negotiate. Now, look, if you go to Target and negotiate the cost of a bag of coffee beans, the cashier will probably tell you to fuck off, right? But if you are in a flea market in Miami... And there are a pair of shoes that you like that are on the side of the table. Why not ask for a discount there, right? Ask for a discount. See what you can get. Shop smart, right? Shop smart. Don't shop blindly. And don't shop like a little kid. I remember when I was, I don't know if this is the same for everyone, but when I was a kid, I saw a toy car, I saw anything I liked, oh, I want it. Didn't think about the price, didn't think about the value of that item, didn't think about who it would be costing. I see it, I like it, I want it, I don't care about anything else. Right, that's not the smartest way to go. It just isn't financially wise. It is not the smart way to go. Because numbers, they don't have feelings, there's just facts. If you can get sugar from an off-brand that is the same ingredients, the same formula, grab that sugar for 50 cents less, and you do that once a month 
for 12 months at $6. Now you have $6 over the next 15, 20 years, adjusting for inflation, right? That could be about 100 probably even more dollars, $100. I know a lot of us want $100 right now. What I could do with just an extra $100 right now? Ooh, so much. Well, I would actually invest it and see it grow even more, but do I want $100? Yes. So that's our show today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this one. Hope this episode gave you any value at all. And I want everyone to follow these tips, practice these tips, and start making money. And let's start building our wealth, folks. Let's start building wealth. Take care.